Second Corinthians, the fourth uh, chapter, the eighteenth verse. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Fe ngatetutunulira ebirabika wabula ebitalabika kubanga ebirabika bya kisera naye ebitalabika bya mirembe na mirembe. So you may be seated. Mutuleko our subject this morning omutwe ugokuyigiriza onchayalero looking at the unseen. Gurinti okutunulira ebitalabika. Praise God. Mukama atenderezwe looking at the unseen. Okutunulira ebitalabika. We shared this on Wednesday. So I want to add on that. So we know there is a real world that we don't see with eyes. It is more real than even what we see. But even here on earth, uh, today we are talking of coronavirus. coronavirus. And we are so scared of it. Although we believers, we are not scared. We are only cautious. But we are not scared. But the world is scared. And it is moving. It is crossing borders. And it's killing people. And all the world is uh, at a standstill. But you cannot see it. But it is real. Yet you don't see it. But it's a real enemy. No wonder they can't fight it with a gun. With all the technology they have. Can you imagine the way how the world is advancing technology? That now the weapon to fight this big enemy is Soap and water. Mazina Sabuni. Can you imagine? The enemy is real. Omulabe wa namadala. We are saying even he could be around here. Tuga mani wana inzo kuba wari. If we brought people who check it, and they have to test everyone, you will be surprised. Eh? Sister Swanso. Eh, Sister Swanso. What positive? Chichi. Aburina. <laughs> Why? And you start avoiding. But you cannot see the enemy. But he's real. He's operating in another dimension. Praise God. Now, demons. Because now that's a demon. Coronavirus is a demon. Coronavirus muzimu. Demons have different forms. There is a demon that moves in a form of a disease. There is a demon that moves in 
the mind tempting you to do wrong that's a name of your soul and his will just like coronavirus the demon also that is responsible to pull you from God Enemy comes not but to steal. Steal from steal what from who? Steal you from God. He can steal a child from his parents and drag her to hell or him. He can steal your wife. Take her into the world. And you lose her. He can steal your husband. Today you are with your husband. You have sweet fellowship. You love one another. He's a good caring husband. And tomorrow. The enemy comes creeping. Into the family. He pulls him. And takes him. To other women. And finally. Takes him to hell. When we There is a tribe I had. They came from Burundi. Walking coming to Uganda. And when night time would come. They would sleep together. They in the bushes. Now the lion. Named PC. And the hyenas would come slowly and they would pull away. And the rest will say, It has taken him. It has taken him. Now you also, the devil, like a lion, that's how it is. Always coming around seeking for whom to destroy. Now that enemy is real. Is real as you see coronavirus, you don't see him with, with these naked eyes. But coronavirus is here. So that enemy will come and he will try to snatch. You in the hands of God, he can try to snatch a member of your family, take him or her to serve the devil, or even finally to hell. And even as much as we have to practice social distancing to fight corona. Sometimes you need to have your wife, your children socially distanced from evil people. Self distancing. From evil people, because the enemy easily passes through evil people. 
The enemy easily passes through evil people. Praise God. If you see your child in company with an evil person, his or her life is in danger. Don't take it for granted. Why are you careful about Corona. You don't want to go to America today. Even if they give you a free visa to go to New York, you don't want because you say that place uh, it is infected. Why do you allow your child? How can you feel safe when your child is in a company? Is in company. With a Muslim, with a Catholic, with a nightclub goer, with a girl putting on pants. She's in danger, he is in danger. How can darkness and light fellowship? If you see your husband in a company of robbers, there is a problem. Those are agents of coronavirus. I'm talking about spiritual corona. The devil will come through those ones. The enemy of our souls. There must be a self-environment for us. That's why when we come to church and the word of God is preached, that is a a disinfectant. We are being disinfected from the world. Praise God. We must be careful of these enemies that we don't see with naked eyes. But they are real. They sit and plan how to steal you. How to destroy you. He came but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I came to give them life that they may have life and life more abundant. Satan, he came to steal. He lies. He, he, he tricks you he tantalizes you he has a bad plan for your soul he wants to destroy you he wants to take you to hell but he will not reveal his plan he will show you that he has good things for you. Let me read a quote here. I read it on Wednesday. It's a very strange, it's a very strange but, but true. When we talk about that stealing. Any man and woman, if you're afraid what your mother will say, 
What dad will say? What the that's not the point. Have, the point is here. I am told that a snake can catch the eye of a bird. And he can get the direct hold on that bird. He can make that bird come right off of his roost. Flutter right around and around and around and come right straight to the snake's mouth. I'm told that the eye of a snake is so powerful. That when he catches the eye of a bird, it charms it, it charms him. Lures him right into the snake. And they say the little bird will flutter and flutter and flutter coming down. And if it don't quickly start raising its head and shaking from that snake and start looking upward it will never flee itself. That's the only way it can free itself. A snake has power in its eyes. And it knows the power that are in its eyes. That when it wants to eat a bird, it can shake, shake around. And you think the bird is there. Shakes around. To attract the attention. Of the bird. If the bird tries so much to see what is shaking there. If it ever. The eyes of a snake ever meets with the eyes of the bird. The bird gets so tantalized. It gets so charmed. That it cannot take talk of the eyes. The eyes are so attractive. And it continue looking. Continue looking. Continue wondering. Continue being mesmerized. At the beauty. In the eyes. Comes, comes moving until it enters the mouth of the snake. And 
Now that is the devil. The devil, he's so attractive. And the way to hell is so attractive. That once it catches your attention, to set yourself free, it becomes very difficult. You know this is wrong. There is a man in the Bible by the names of Samson. 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 He failed to keep social distance. His parents did not approve the company he went to. The word of God did not allow him to associate with the Philistines. There was a good distancing uh, method in place for him to keep him from those enemies. But one day he was, his eyes were caught by the serpent eyes. And this girl is by the names of Delira. And Samson, Samson started moving from the house of God, from the company of parents, and he's moving toward Delira, pulling him to the cities of Philistines. And even when the girl told him he, her motive, he could not turn himself loose. Imagine someone telling you, tell me, what can bind you and render you powerless that you can be like other men? So that is your motive. You want to make, rend me to rend me powerless and make me like other people and take away the power of God from my life. The enemy did not hide the intentions, but he was so charmed. Then he could not turn himself away. Tell me any question. Girl or boy, man or woman. Who has ever been tempted. And you don't know that if I continue with this company. With this relationship. I'm going to fall in shame. I'm going to fall in sin. And the power of God will leave me. And I will suffer shame. But then, after knowing that, why don't you just shake yourself off? You are charmed. The eyes of the serpent have caught your eyes. And you're in danger. Samson, Samson. Samson, Samson. The Philistines are upon you. 
and he shakes himself and he goes back to the same thing. You see? But you know, Samson did not see them sit and plan. Looking at the unseen. If you had seen See? them sit and plan with this kagal in their meeting and them saying this kagal the way she's, she's built her eyes, her lips her everything this is the right to get this our enemy. And Dela, no Rachel, play your best. We are going to make you so rich. And your father's house. You will never be poor again. Just make sure you do your best to deceive him that we may get him. If you had seen that, if he had seen her sign a contract, that after I've gotten him, this must be on my account. When she came and said, Sam, you know I miss you. I really miss you. When I see you, I just melt. If he knew that she's playing a game, She's on a contract. contract. And her intention is to remove his eyes and kill him. That's why we sing this song and say hidden dangers and hidden snares. Now, Samson, Samson should have obeyed the word of God. That is enough. Everything that is contrary to the word of God is an enemy to your soul. If the word of God tells you not to yoke yourself with unbelievers, don't tell me. This man, this boy, he's too good. He's even better than the so-called. And unfortunately, you are taking all God's children as the so-called. This girl is too good. She has a good heart. She's even better than the so-called believers in the church. But the word of God tells you so-so distance yourself from 
every unbeliever. If he is so good, if she is so good, even, even better than the believers, why has his or her goodness has not acquired him or her to accept and obey the word and accept the message that is so plain and clear. Why? That's the devil. That's the son of the devil. That's a daughter of the devil. The Bible says, by this, by this, we shall know the children of God and the children of the devil. The way someone treats the world is enough to tell us whose son he is. The Pharisees looked very good. They looked very nice than even Jesus. They looked humble than even Jesus. But when it came to the world, they were against the world. Praise God. Until Jesus told them, if you were a children of Abraham, you would do the works of Abraham. Abraham never did what you are doing. Abraham never stoned the world. But now you are picking stones to stone the world. You are of your father, the devil, and the deeds of your father, the last of your father, you will finally do. And true, he was a murderer from the beginning. And he abode not in the truth. The deeds of the devil is he can never abide in the truth. He can follow the truth for some time. He can even come to the message church. He can get baptized. But the devil will never follow the truth and abide in the truth. He never abode in the truth. That is a sign. But this you shall know. The children of God. And the children of the devil. But the children of, the, of God. Will abide in the truth. If they fall. They will rise. They can never. Be uprooted. Upon this road. Will I build my church. And the gates of hell. Shall not prevail again. They can shake it. They can move it a bit. But they can never prevail again. Why? Because it is rooted on the rock. By this you shall know the children of God and the children of the devil. Brother Bram said if the church 
Ekanisa can have a revelation between the two spirits that work in the framework of the Christian church and discern them discernment is your weapon discernment is your weapon but the devil is so cunning he so disguised he is a good pretender but if you are a child of God you will discern this is the devil although he is pretending to be kind even if you even if you burn some meat for me however much she will appear attractive to me but this is the devil and the devil the devil has no good things for me he came to steal he came to kill and to destroy I have no part in his kingdom he doesn't have part in my inheritance I know where I came from. I know where I'm going. I know whom I believed. Hallelujah. Amen. That is able. My kingdom is the children of God. Others died. They slept. They're in the presence of God. Others are still alive. That is my family. Those are my brethren. Those that's my company joy and peace that I will need is among those ones they are in the kingdom the kingdom of God there is nothing good outside the kingdom of God the Bible has told me socially distance yourself hallelujah Amen. distance yourself from unbelievers for your not equal fellowship between darkness and light be ye separate be ye separate Separate. Will coronavirus Didn't coronavirus teach you? You don't have to see him with your eyes. You have to see him with the principles. Principles You see him by the principles. You don't have to see him with your naked eyes first. You survive him by following the principles. But not looking at the symptoms. You survive him by keeping yourself by the principles. So even this enemy, the devil that tempts our souls, seeking to devour, seeking to take us to hell, seeking to pull us from God's economy, from God's kingdom. We shall be safe in only one way. Principles. No, no. Principles. No, no, Zoka. The word of God. What the word of God says is what will save us. Children of God. 
Don't you be deceived. You see the, the apostle John Little children never be deceived. The one who does righteousness is of God. And the one who sins is of the devil. Little children never be deceived. Little children, you overcame him. Because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Little children, never be deceived. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the prophet told us, we are in a battle. And that battle is called the battle between the wrong and the right. Between the wrong and the truth. If, well, how do we know the wrong? We know the wrong by the word of God. What the word of God tells us it's wrong. It is wrong. But the Bible tells us there is a way that seems good to man. But the end of it is death. Thanks be to the Lord. In every age, Cain kills Abel. Hallelujah. In every age, Cain kills Abel. So be careful of Cain. He will kill you. Don't you use your eyes. Use the word of God. If you follow the word of God, in every way, you will be safe. There is no way you can go outside the word of God and you'll be blessed. No. There has never been a pastor who has ever left the word of God and they stayed blessed. They've never been. Whoever has ever done it regretting regrets. The word of God, the fear of God, is the beginning of wisdom. What is wisdom? The wisdom is the ability to discern between right and wrong. That is wisdom. Between safe and risky. Wisdom to discern between a good way and a way of death. How do we discern? The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. If you fear God, how do we fear God? We fear the word. When we fear the word, then we are safe. We are safe. Praise God. We look at the unseen. Now, Kati, 
We don't fear the unseen. I mean, we don't look at the unseen. Only in those bad things. But it is both in the good things. And the good thing, the bad and the good things. The enemy comes in unseen. Listen. And we are grateful to God that we have the five senses. There's a quote I want here. Bear with me a bit. Look at Amber. Okay, I think I will get it from here. Listen. And we are grateful to God that we have the five senses. But by no means was these five senses given to you to guide you. They were given to you to, to you for earthly contact. But they were given to you, given you for the six. But there was given you the six cents. And that six cents belongs only to the Christian. And you cannot have this sixth sense until you become a Christian. Now, the ordinary person has five senses. He has the sight. He has the hearing. He has the smelling. He has the tasting. He has the feeling. There are five. But the Christian, only the Christian, has another sense. Aren't you glad that when you became a Christian, God gave you another sense to guide you? And you cannot have this sixth sense until you become a Christian. It's the only way that you can ever have any more than the, the five natural senses. For the natural person. But the sixth sense is better known to the Christian as faith. It's the one that governs and guides you. And it is superior to all the other senses. It's a superior, it's a superior to all the, the other senses. The other Five senses. Now, I would not say that because that we receive the sixth sense, that the five senses are no good no more. Yes, they are. Those five senses were given to you and they are to be used. But when the five senses act contrary to the word of God, they are lying. 
Now the sixth sense cannot lie. It's a super sense. And that's what I want to speak about. This morning I spoke on a super sign. And tonight on a super sense. And the super sense is the Holy Spirit. The faith of God that dwells in you. And if you let, you let the five senses be yielded to the sixth sense, it will guide you and and bring all the other five senses under control of that super for it's so far above the natural sense as the spiritual man is above the natural it's as far as high as the heaven is above the natural man and his five senses it makes you believe things that you cannot see. It makes you act where you do not think the five senses would ever think about it. The devil can get into these five senses and light you but he cannot touch that super sense. That's far beyond his reach that came from God is called faith. Faith is that great thing. And the five senses does not control the sixth sense. But the sixth sense controls the five senses. The super sense controls the natural senses. The five senses is see, taste, feel, smell, hear. And the super sense is something that will make you believe God is word. For that's the only thing it will speak about. It will make you believe for things that you can't see. Taste. Feel, smell, hear. Because it will take God's word and it will deliver that word to you and make you walk contrary to any other thing there is. It will take God's word from there. And make it will make it and it will deliver that word to you. And make you walk control. Any other thing that there is. Now, a Christian, he walks by a sense. That is called a super sense. Sixty cents. Hallelujah. Amen. God is with me. I fear no evil. Though I go walk through the shadow of the valley of death. I fear no evil. For thou art with me. Do you see him? 
No. But my secret sense is telling me he is here. I will not fear even death. There is eternal life. Do you see it? No. Not with natural eyes. But my super sense, my sixth sense, tells me it is there. There is a city whose builder and ruler is God. I am going there. I will not allow things that are here below to hinder me. No, I'm ready to sacrifice. I'm ready to surrender. Because of eternal life. life. Do you see it? Not with natural eyes. But I see it. It is there. It is somewhere. And one day, I'll be there. One day, I'll be with Abraham. I'll be with Peter. I'll be with Brother Branham. One day, I will see Jesus. And that's why. Faith is born for I move the way I do. That's, that's why. My decisions are the way they are. Because there is a city. And it is so sure. And you are so sure as if you have ever seen it. As you are so sure as if you can just touch it. You are so sure you know it's a, just a matter of time for you to be there. Praise God. What is guiding you? The sixth cent. Though he slay me, yet I will trust him. I know my redeemer in And those kid worms destroy this body. Yet in my flesh, this very flesh, I will see God. I will see him with my eyes. Not another. When he shall stand upon the earth. What tells you that you are right? The sixty cents. The sixty cents. Do you know it's very easy for us than Job? He talked about a redeemer who has never stepped on earth. And it was not even clearly written at the time of Job. Because Job, the book of Job is the oldest book in the Bible. But he had a sense. He had a sense that was showing him things. That was guiding him. That was connecting him to the unseen world. There is a hope in a dream. Lord, hand me the grave. And at your own appointed time, you will remember me. There is resurrection. 
I will see him when he stands upon the earth. How do you know Job? Aren't you deceived? I'm so sure. I am very sure there is coming a Messiah and he will set free all men from death from the grave. I'm so sure it's a matter of time. In the last days he will come I know he's coming. Amen. What tells you that job? There is a sense that is so accurate. The sixty cents. It is given only to believers. Given only to the elect. You have something in you that those people out there do not have. Am I wrong if you, I say you are a spurious? Huh? You are a superior race than every board on earth, than the scientists of the president. By my scientists, the ones that recall his scientists, science For us, we are more than scientists. We see things they cannot see. Hallelujah! Amen. Olimu sense. You have a sense. Sitana limutawana. The devil is in trouble. Tan sobola. He cannot manage me. Gamant tan sobola. Stan tak sobola. Tell him I'm more than a match to you. And God had already given you sense, a sense that is so powerful that is, that is more than the, a sense that is higher than what the ordinary people have. Then the devil cannot manage you. I'm not saying you cannot be tempted. And I'm not saying you cannot fall. But even if you fall, you will stand. Speak like Mika. Mika Yagaba. Mika say, Don't laugh at me, you my enemies. Because I've fallen. I know that even if I fall, I have to stand. Even if I sit in darkness, light will shine at me. I cannot be destroyed. I'm not like those who don't have hope. Praise God. You get prayed for. No Let's say God a crippled hand. And you get prayed for. No Your hand, you come up here. And you believe that God is going to heal you. The pastor prays for you. You go back. The old nature, natural man will say this. You don't feel any difference. You don't feel any difference in that hand. You are no better. 
than what you ever was. But the sixth sense comes along and says, That's a lie. You've been praying for. That settles it. Amen. Praise God. She said, Yeah, Lord. Six cents. I believe that you are the son of God that should come in the world. Thy brother shall rise again. Oh my. To the grave he went. Them two together. Something had to happen. That was the super sense. With God standing present. Something had to take place. The sense was super sense. Was God. There was something telling Martha that. She had seen him. She knew him. She recognized him. To be the very Messiah. And she knew. If she could only get to him. If she could only get close to him. And present the case. Just hear one promise come from him. That's all she wanted. When he said, I'm the resurrection. Alive. He that believeth in me. Though he were dead. That's all Martha wanted to hear. All she wanted. Because the saints. The super saints. Have faith. Have faith. Her faith Sorry. was moving her to confess him. Believe him. He will rise. How do you know? The super sense. Look. Let me just say this again. Just for a minute. Jesus passed by a tree yes, one time, time. and it was a fig tree I looked at the fig tree now please don't miss this he looked at the fig tree and there was no figs on it he cast the tree and said no man no man eat from thee the disciples looked around. Three looked. It always did. And our from then. It looked the same. But God never opened up the earth. And swallowed it up. God never sent a forked lightning out of the skies and burnt it to a charcoal. He could have done it. Sure. He could. He never did those things. What did happen? The tree had been cast. Yes, we are Gugamba. Jesus, when Jesus told it, no one eat from you again. Yes, He didn't even look, look at it again. To him, it was dead. An hour passed. It was still waving, the leaves were okay. To him, it was dead. Amen. 
perhaps they looked at it and said my lord the things that you have spoken will it happen the tree has even brought a new leaf no it is dead that new leaf was in the stem coming and it came out but the tree is dead the faith of God had placed against that tree's life there was nothing physical they could but way down beneath that earth down in the trees of the trees fruits of Uh, the, the roots of the tree death was setting in it had been cast the sixth sense had come against it it had to die it started dying from the roots why brother Brown said listen carefully why he said listen to this carefully because there is a great lesson to learn that tree represents your condition your sick condition that tree represents your sickness that tree represents your suffering that tree represents your poverty that tree represents your backslidden condition that tree represents your habit praise god once the word of god has been applied don't look at the leaves the disciples of jesus they're the ones who came at him our lord our master our master yes. behold all the trees dried yes jesus didn't even look there he said believe god yeah for him the way it looks now dried that's how it appeared before him yesterday after he had just cast it now there is nothing new he wanted to look at because that's what he saw when he cast it though the leaves it was green for him he was seeing it dried that's what he saw when he cast it now for it to turn and appear like he had seen it it didn't excite him see a child of god on the day of resurrection that day is not going to excite you you'll be happy but you will not say hey what a miracle. I didn't expect this. 
No. Nedda. Already katosando kubanga chuolaba. It's you should be looking at that already. You see yourself resurrected. Oh inapoeda bango sukida. You see yourself that's why Jesus told them you fools slow to understand what all the prophets said now why are you marveling on the thing that has already that was already prophesied it had to be like this that's the same thing takes place with with a cancer. That's the same thing that takes place with a tumor. What happened to that tree? It's the same thing that happened to a cancer, to a tumor. That's the same thing that takes place with any disease. When that sixth sense of power of the Lord God raised up against it. Satan come out of there. You might not see no physical condition happen right away. But that faith holds there. Just the same. It's been chua, it's it has been cast. The sixth sense won't won't that super sense won't let it go. It won't pay attention how you feel. How you look, how you act. It won't have one thing to do with it. God's word has been applied. God's word has been applied. The sixth sense takes a hold of it. That's all. She goes to work. The cancer begins to dwindle away. It dies from the roots. And it's gone. By this same forceful sickness sense. Kingdoms has crumbled. Lapped one wall against another. The Red Sea pushed back. And a dry ground made a way for the children of God to escape out. Stand still. And you're going to see the salvation of the Lord. Hallelujah. How did he know? The sixth sense was telling him it's going to happen. The Philistines were seeing, the, the Egyptians were seeing now. You will see them no more. You will never see them again. How do you know? The sixth sense is telling me something is about to happen. Hallelujah. 
Do you wait to see it? Do you wait to see it? No. The sixth sense declares. Remember, it is given to every believer. You have it. But this same sixth sense, Samson defied a thousand Philistines. Samson, armed with armors and spears. He had nowhere to defend himself. The jawbone of a wild mule. And the sixth sense went to work. And he beat down a thousand Philistines. Hallelujah. Mm. But this sixth sense, the dead has been raised. But this sixth sense, mighty miracles has been performed. Is the the most powerful force that ever hit the earth is the super sense called the sixth has nothing to do with this down here. If this down here declares it and says amen do it alright. You're moving on. But regardless of what this does believe that there is where the power if you believe in your heart, your fifth sense of thinking lays within your brain. But your sixth sense lays in your heart. You believe with your heart. Confession is made by the mouth. You believe with your heart, yes, sir. That's sense, that's power, that powerful sense. Listen, because of that sixth sense, there was a prophet thrown in the lion's den. Because of the sense, the lion couldn't eat Daniel. They couldn't get near him. Because of that sixth sense, that super sense. Because that same sixth sense, three Hebrew children were thrown into fire furnace and they defied the flames of the furnace. That sixth sense. All reasonings would prove that they would have, that they would be burned to death before they got to it. But that sixth sense stayed them in there for two or three hours. And when they opened the furnace, the sin one standing among them, like the Son of God. That's the sixth sense. Fire wouldn't burn them. It was that sixth sense that time that the apostle Peter was laying in jail and they were going to behead him. The next day and down at John Mark's house down at John Mark's house they had a prayer meeting 
That six cents begin to accumulate around that jail. Where I had been covered by prayer. That six cents went to work. The pillow fire came in the window. And Peter said, Come on, get out of here. That six cents. Oh, praise God. Believe it. No matter what takes place, believe it anyhow. You see, Christians don't look at what they see. Christians look at things they don't see. And the things you don't see are more real than the things that you see. Amen. I was looking for that quote. The things you don't see are more real than the things you see. Say amen to that. Christians, they don't look at things they see. Praise God. The things that we don't see are real, even more real than what we see. Can you see love? But is in love real and is it strong? Hallelujah. Mm. The things that we don't see are more real than the things that we see. The angels are here. They are real. More than the things that we see. One day Elisha the enemies came to arrest him. A whole kingdom had attacked him. An army of a whole kingdom, battalions and battalions. They had come to arrest one man. He had his servant Gehaz with him. Gehaz used his eyes. And he saw the enemy. Their number. Their stature. Their swords, uniforms. He saw their uniforms, and he started trembling. Elisha, Elisha. For him, he was seeing in an unseen world that you don't see with naked eyes. For him, he was seeing an army that was more than what Gekas, that was more in number than what Gekas was seeing. Now this one was trembling. He was trembling. And Elisha told him, those who are with us, the army that is around us, the army that is on our side, is more in number than these ones that you see. And he said, Lord, help this young man and open his eyes and let him see let him see your protection. And his eyes were open. He noticed. Angels. The angels. The huge giants of heaven. They were holding swords. They were saying, You come. They were holding swords. They were all around the mountain. 
They were like grass in number. That's what Elisha was seeing. This one was not seeing it. Because it was an unseen world. Why isn't it? Why aren't you looking at that? The protection of God is there. You're not alone. The angels of God. The Bible says they encamp. They encamp around those who fear him. You may ask yourself, am I among those who fear him? Yes. Yes. You are not to so righteous to be counted among those who fear him. No. You know, people think you should be so righteous. And you have a lot of faith. Yes, Jesus said, little faith. Like the size of a mustard seed is enough. Just a little faith. Now you are righteous. Just because you are believing in Jesus Christ, you came to Him and you believed in Him. You fear God. You are a believer. You fear the word of God. Therefore, the angels of the Lord encompass around those who fear him. You are a child of God. And by virtue of that, you qualify to be having a, a company of angels around you, protecting you and keeping you the blood of Jesus. Is around you. The power of the Holy Spirit is around you. Wherever you go, He is with you. He will never leave you. He will never stop you. He is keeping and He is protecting you. He is your shepherd. Nothing can happen to you without coming across Him. He is there protecting you day in and day and night. And his blessings are with you. Don't see what you see with naked eyes. By the power of the sixth sense. I am rich. By the power of the sixth sense, I am strong. By the power of the sixth sense, I am surrounded by the blood of Jesus Christ. And I am going to heaven. By the power of the sixth sense, if I die, I will resurrect. I am a child of God. I am a king. I have a domain that I rule over. Praise God. If I command demons to go, they go. If I say something, it will happen because I am a king. Amen. Oh, hallelujah! Christians don't look at the at what they see. Christians look at things they don't see. Ah, come on, Christian. Christians don't look at things that they see. 
Christians look at things that they don't see. When God told Abraham, you are the father of many. He didn't see the deadness of his wife's womb. He did not look at the wrinkles. He did not look at the gray hair. He did not see that. He saw a miracle that was forming. He saw it happen. I may not know when. I may not know how. But I know it will be here. I will not go to the grave until I see. Until I see. Until I see. My promise, son. I will see him with my eyes. When God told Noah, it's going to rain. It's going to rain. He never saw it with eyes. The sky remained as it has always been. But he six cents. Told him where is coming. Where is coming. Prepare an ark. I don't know when. I don't know how. But it's going to happen. One of these days. It's going to flood. And the wicked will die. And safety, safety will only be in this act. Amen. Amen. So we know. We know. One of these days. The governments of this world. Government is insane. The civilization of this world. Will be destroyed. We know. And so we know. That one day. We are going to leave this earth. We are going to literally leave this earth. And we shall disappear. And be out of here. We know when. We don't know when. How? But we know it's going to happen. It's a matter of time. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Mm. Christians look at things they don't see. Christians. Look at things you don't see. Christian, the blessings of the Lord are with me. The angels of God are with me. Do you see them? Not with his eyes. But I see them. They are here. Hallelujah. The healing of God is with me. Where is it? It's here. I'm going to heaven. Where is the heaven? Not with these eyes. But it's there. And I'm going there. The things you don't see are more real than the things that you see. You see that microphone? It will perish. I see faith that, that, that will never perish. 
Love, joy, peace, long suffering, goodness, meekness, gentleness, patience. Every shield of a believer is supernatural. Everything that belongs in the realm of Christianity is worked by supernatural. An atheist once said to me, anything that can't be scientifically proven isn't real. I said, Everything that can be scientifically proven isn't real. Have you heard that? For them they say, whatever science has not proven, whatever science proves is that which is right. What it doesn't prove is not there. But for us, we say, science whatever science proves is not real. They are fake. Can science prove love? You scientists, can you take me in a scan? And you check the size of love that I have. But is in love real? Can the devil see patience? Can science see murder? That this man that they are treating here, look at his heart, it is, it is a murderous heart. But you can be here treating and you're treating a murderer. And you're feeling, a, a, you're treating a man who is full of love. But can you see that love? Enoch. But Enoch, not Enoch. Jonah. Jonah. He looked at the symptoms. This is not real. These are lying vanities. You, the scientist, the things that you take, that you saw Corona. Corona is not real. Cancer is not real. Tuberculosis is not real. Whatever you see, you, the scientist, it is not real. Because it, because it is temporal. It is not real. But the things that you don't see are the things that are real. Science cannot see the angels. Science cannot see love. Science cannot see healing. Oh, praise God. Now, if our principle says the things that we don't see are the real things. Those that can be seen by science are not real. We are not saying that science had not seen them. It sees them. But they are not real. They are false. They are false. They are false. Why? They are temporal. Hallelujah. Man.
And what day? Sickness. That is real. Sicknesses are not real. Praise God. Come out and Whatever science can prove. Science you not just follow kakasa. Is not real. Sicha namadala. But what it can prove. Nee, cheta sobola kakasa. What it can see. Cheta sobola kulaba. Is more real. Chanamadala nyo. In the time of Noah, we said Noah, science could not see the rain. Science could it see it? Could it see the flood? No. But Noah was seeing it. And it was real. Praise God. We are looking at the answer. Can science see healing power? Science is It will see the disease. It will see the bacteria. Can science see the demon? Science is In the bacteria? No. But the Bible tells us. Everything. Without a spirit. Is dead. So even a bacteria, it has to have a spirit for it to be alive. But what does science see? It sees only the body. The body of the disease. That is not real. That is only its body. But it has a spirit. The spirit is the devil. We pray. We cast out the devil. The devil goes. The body may remain there. And science today can check you. And say you are still sick. You are still having cancer. But. Before God, that cancer is not there. It is gone. It is gone. Don't believe the report of science. Believe the report of the Lord. And after some time, they will say, eh, what has happened? It is not there. Because now the body has dissolved. For them they were looking at the symptoms. The tree after it was cast by Jesus. The scientists would look at it and see a healthy tree. But tomorrow. That's when they see it is dead. It had died yesterday. But this is when you see it's death. Thanks be to the Lord. The things that can be seen, they are not real. Goliath, Goliath, his threat was physical. It could be seen, but that was not real. He was a bully. That was nothing. The faith in David could not be seen. 
But it was so real. And its impact was yet to be seen. Its impact was yet to be seen. Child of God, the impact of the faith that is in you cannot be seen now. But it is yet to be seen. It's going to be seen because it's real. The power of this message cannot be seen now. But I tell you its impact is about to be seen by the world. It is so real. It's going to shake this world. It's so real. Let us stand on our face. Praise God. Worship the Lord. Worship the Lord. He is here. He's here. He's here. He is here. The angels of the Lord are here. The spirit of the Lord is here. Hallelujah. Amen. He's here. Speak to the Lord. He's here. Amen. He's here. Holy, holy. I will bless his name again. He's here. Listen closely. He is calling out your name.